0: All right, y'all, let's get into it and have a little bit of a conversation about this whole content marketing situation we got going on out here, so... Um, I consume a lot of content and I, you know, between TikTok and Instagram Reels, y'all, I be dying. But from a business perspective, there's this TikTok that had been going around talking about everything is content. Everything is content. Um, And there's another one that's like, hey, I'm a business owner, which unfortunately means I'm a content creator. So I got to create content. So here's the content. Um, And as funny as those things are, I think as a business owner, I can completely understand how someone that is trying to run a business to accomplish whatever their business goals are can be kind of overwhelmed sometimes with the idea of creating content because it can be very time consuming. So I am the first to say that I completely feel your gripes when it comes to creating content. I just happen to love it. So it doesn't feel like work to me. But for those that Just want to, you know, sell accounting services. I get it, right? Like, dang, why I got to show up in front of the internet and do all of this stuff. But unfortunately, in the world that we are right now, ma'am, you are a business owner, sir, if you're listening. Uh, So that makes you a content creator. So welcome to the club. (laughs) Uh, So today, I'm going to be sharing how I view content. In my own business because I have been a content creator now since 2013. Uh, in that time, in the last nine years, it's, it's varied, right? Sometimes I focus just on business. Uh, more recently, I've been focusing primarily on lifestyle, but whether you are creating content to support a business that offers consulting or some type of service or whether you're trying to be a lifestyle creator where you're you're a blogger and you work with brands and stuff like that. The principles are the same. I used to think that, you know, you had to do something different from one niche to the other. But the, the reality is um, the idea is the same. The end goal is going to be different based on the person that's creating, but content creation in whole is just what it is. It's content creation. And it's creating content that engages with a specific audience segment to drive a specific goal. So it doesn't matter the lane that you're driving in. The principles are the same. So today, I kind of want to talk with you about how I view content, especially now going into the last part of the year, or the second half of the year, uh, what my content goals have kind of turned into and shifted into and the platforms that I'm using to accomplish those goals. So I hope that you'll stick around to the end of the episode. Um, you'll hear me talk a lot about community during this episode because that's really one of the driving forces that has been able to help me be So successful in whatever vertical that I decide to focus on for the time. And I hope that you would consider being a deeper part of my community uh, and connecting so that we can continue this conversation between episodes and that I can continue to coach and guide you as you go on your own journey to whether, you know, you are developing content to support a service that you offer or whether you're trying to build a lifestyle brand that supports your life. All right. So welcome to the show. Can't wait to chat. Let's hop in uh, and get started.
1: You're listening to the Her 360 podcast created for boss moms and wives committed to slaying their family and professional goals. You could say this show is the intersection of being a really good boss, a really good mom, and a really good wife and doing them all on your own terms. Together, we'll have unfiltered conversations with moms from across the world about what it really takes to have the life you dream about. Kay has designed this show to be a safe place for honesty, vulnerability, and empowerment to support one another as we boldly go after life's dreams, tear down old ideologies that keep us hostage, and as we pursue our own modern definitions of success. If you're an ambitious mom looking for a community that supports you while you continue to evolve into the woman that you and everyone else loves, then stick around because you're already amongst a good group of girlfriends. Now, let's jump into today's episode.
0: All right, friends, so now that you understand that you are a content creator, let's talk a little bit about um, how how I used to see content and where my ideologies have kind of shifted to present time, right? So to catch you up to speed, if you're new here, uh, I have uh, a digital automation agency where we work with service-based businesses and we help create marketing and process automation in their business, so we'll create technology infrastructures to support whatever the business goals are. We work on a retainer. I have technicians that implement. It is great. It is what I have really like dug into um, in the past, you know, several years. And it's been the primary driver for my business until late. Um, in addition to that, I'm a speaker because I am a content creator and I love being in front of the camera. Uh, and I can say that I have a very charismatic, charismatic attitude or personality. Uh, a lot of times what I'm doing, I like to teach and you'll hear me talk about that. This is why this podcast is so amazing for me is I'm an educator, um, by nature, like a teacher, if, if you're spiritual is one of my gifts. So, um, it just comes natural to me. So anytime I'm trying to work with clients and stuff like that, in addition to us doing the work, I like to teach you and help you understand how things are working. So I speak, I go out, I host workshops, I do presentations to help other business owners, very similar to what we do here on the podcast, which is live interaction. Businesses bring me out, I speak, so, so on and so forth. Um in August, we're reopening our group coaching program it has been gone for the past couple of years just with everything going on, but now that we kind of have settled into life, um, That program is coming back. It'll be ready in August. We'll start enrolling in July for that. Uh, And then recently in the past couple of years, I've also become a social media influencer where I work with brands to create content on social media. Uh, I get paid for these collaborations very nicely. um, And I market to my audience the resources and products and services and stuff that I'm using that I actually like um, for a check not only from the brand but sometimes also in affiliation as well so there's a myriad of things that I have to create content to support uh, the goals of so when it comes to content creation like I'm no stranger and I understand the weight that you're carrying when you are trying to figure out how to create content to support your business goals. So I gave you all that backstory to help you understand that. um, I, I understand several facets to business. And this is not just me talking as a service provider. This is me talking as a content creator so as you're listening today i want you to start shifting and thinking of yourself as a content creator we used to call it a publisher but that's this is where you're going it's creating content to support a specific goal that goal might be for you to drive traffic to your business services that goal might be for you to be a blogger and work with brands like we do that goal might be to support one of your coaching programs but Whatever your goals are, I just want you today to think, to shift the way you're thinking about the way you use social media and start to think of yourself as a content creator because ultimately when you come online to publish, that is what you are. Yes, you are a business owner and you offer a service, but when you are in the online space, you are a creator that's creating to support your service. Make sense? All right. So now that we got that out of the way, let me talk a little bit about the shift in content strategy that I've I've taken on even in the past couple of years. So years prior when I was creating content, I was very educational driven, which I still am. Right. Um, But a lot of the content in all of the platforms that I would use would be solely focused on educating business owners, um, giving like how to advice. Because that was how people were consuming content at the time. So if you saw me on Facebook, on a Facebook Live, it was how to. If you saw me on Instagram, on an Instagram Live, LinkedIn, whatever, it was how to do something to accomplish a goal in your business. And I'm not saying that that doesn't work, but it's shifted just a little bit for me here in the past couple of years from more this is what you need to do to documenting what we're doing not only for ourselves but for our clients as well is saying, Hey, this is where we started, this is what we did, this was the result, this is what we learned, this is what worked, this is what didn't work, this is what we would do differently in the future. Okay, and I apply that to all facets. Of any content that I'm creating, whether it's content that is going to drive traffic to um, a business service for our retainer based clients, whether it's going to in the future drive traffic to our coaching programs, whether it's the products that I'm working with, whether it is a um, The speaking, it's more case study driven because I feel like before we could get away with this is how you do something because the Internet was new. Right. And people were new to the space, but people there's so many people out here telling you what to do, but not showing you how to do it and not giving you real life experience with the process that they're teaching you that people have become immune to this is how you do something they want to know okay if that's how you do it then tell me a time that you did it and what was the result and i have found in the past couple of years as we started to shift more towards that style of creation people were a lot more receptive and they were a lot they took action a lot quicker And it didn't matter the vertical. It's just people want to see the application of how things work. And they want to make an informed decision at the end of your demonstration as to whether or not it's something that they're willing to take on or not. And they're gauging whether or not you are truly an expert in that area based off of how you guide them through this process. So, where I used to only teach, and I still teach, documentation is still a very, Educational style of content, but where teaching was the primary focus. Now it's more like, "Hey, girl, let's have a conversation. This what happened. Like this, is what we did. You know, at the end of the day, this what happened as a result. And sis either I, I." I flew or flopped right and either way here's what I learned here's what I would do differently if you're thinking about doing it based off of what I've kind of experienced here's my recommendation to you and you know so on and so forth so that's kind of where we've shifted to so now if you pay attention like if you go and kind of look at the content that we're creating stuff like our travel stuff um it's kind of leans more into that hey you know I got these Kleenex I tried these Kleenex. Here's how I'm gonna use these Kleenex, right? You know, it takes a little bit of creativity, but what I'm saying to you is, you know, whether you offer a service, whether you are trying a product, people need to understand how it's going to be applicable, applicable to them uh, and why it works and why they need to make a decision to either pass or, you know, or get actor pass, right? So if you are not successfully documenting and sharing that documentation process the people won't truly connect with it because they are over that this is how to do something right they want to see you using it they want to see the outcome so we've shifted um into being more documentation demonstration style and it's worked like i haven't done much documentation and bi- demonstration style business stuff just because i haven't had to but even in our personal lifestyle content, which I'm i I'm gonna talk with you in a little bit about how what platforms we're creating on and what we're doing, like it makes a huge difference when we follow that process. So if you're listening today, I want you to open your mind to being more driven to documenting. Um, and then the second part of that is once we've documented. And now the goal, you know, you've always heard, oh, you need to build your tribe. You need to build your tribe. You need to build your tribe. Like, no, for real. You need to build your tribe. Right. You need a community. You need a place where people are alike that can come and gather, share thoughts, ideas, ask questions, stuff like that. Whether that community is driven by you or driven by them, you need a place, a hub somewhat where people can go now times past, that hub for me used to be Instagram. Um, but that was when Instagram was a little bit simpler to create on. Now that Instagram, you know, is a little more Facebookish as far as the number of places you can create, I tend to lend more to the idea that, you know, that community needs to be in your own property so that you can own it and you can control it and you can ensure that people see it, right? So when it comes to social media, one of the angst that we all have is that we go out and we build these large followings, but there's only a small percent of our following that actually get to see our content. So in addition to the style of content shifting into more of a documentation style content process, you know, the end goal at the top of the funnel when you are just meeting people um, should always be to drive them to a place where you can control it, where you can guarantee that a larger percentage of your audience will see it. Now, I'm not saying that private communities have 100% show, right? I'm just saying that, you know, if you take the time to build relationship th- with people or to to show people how they are able to apply a principle or a theory that you have an expertise on, to their own lives and then give them a place where they can go, where they can feel safe to be around other people that are similar to them, that they're a lot more likely to engage. So I have been working with clients and helping build community and truly understand how to gather a group of people in one spot that share a common goal to support business goals. And that is our two primary, like those are the only two things that we're focusing on right now is making sure that when we're creating, our style of creation matches the, oh, excuse me, my allergy. Uh, my style of creation matches the documentation style and that our end goal is to drive community and to find a place where that community can live, okay? Those are our two goals. Document what we're doing find a place where the community can live. Uh, And that has changed in the past couple of years. Before, I would use a social platform and use like the comment sections and stuff because I was like anti-Facebook groups and stuff like that, which I am not anymore. But I used to be like anti-Facebook groups. It just, it added another layer of work. But now that there are so many things going on and everybody, I want to say this with full transparency, everybody's not going to be willing to pay you To be in community with you. And I get that, right? Um, But those people still can advocate for your business and support your business goals because their advocacy and their involvement in your community drives other people to want to be close to you. So you can't forsake the people that just want to be on the front end and aren't willing to go deeper. Those people are still very important and they need a place to be. And it's your job as the content creator the facilitator of these relationships online to provide that space for everybody both free and paid to to be uh and the levels you know the levels of touch go deeper right um the deeper in relationship you get but there is it's your job as the content creator to facilitate these environments that welcome community cuz community is what drives the bottom line period i don't care if it's business community, lifestyle community, community drives the bottom line. Okay. So that's kind of where we've shifted to and where we've settled. And we've been doing it now for the past year, two years. Uh, Yeah. Since COVID that's really been um, the focus we were shifting before, but COVID kind of made us shift. And now that we're there, like, I absolutely love it. I have been having, the best time on the internet streets that I have had in quite some time. And I, you know, we were going through personal transitions and changes and stuff. So I just couldn't be available as the coach to kind of guide people deeper through this process. So I'm so excited now that we're in a position where I can really sit with you and help you walk through this process. Because the way I feel every morning when I wake up, about going to quote unquote work. Like, I don't feel like I work a day in my life. I love everything, all assets, all all verticals of what I offer right now. I am deeply infatuated. They touch me at the deepest part of my soul. So when I'm working on any of them, it doesn't feel like work because what I do to contribute to those services, one, is what I love. And I've outsourced the parts that I don't. And then two, I get to wake up and create content that drives um, that drives business goals where every day there's a deposit into my checking account. Um, and that just feels great. All right. And, I, and I'm telling you that it's just the shift in mindset. For me personally, as the head of this company, which is. Help me change. And, and, and if you notice, there's only two things share experience, document what we're doing, document what we're helping others do, and build community. That's it. Those are our two number one, our one and two goals. And they're actually both priority, right? So now that we understood uh, where we are, right, then we had to say, okay, what platforms are we going to use? in order to accomplish this so before I was very anti being all over the place I, I wanted to stick with one platform and I still feel like if you're just getting started so the way I'm talking is I am talking to you if you have been in a game for a while like myself right if you are brand new to business and you're just getting started I'm not going to advise you follow this piece of advice, okay? If you're just getting started, you need to find a platform that you love to create on, learn everything about that platform, and create like hell so that you can create um, a a brand so that you can become recognizable, so that you can create a digital footprint. And then once you have that footprint, you can start to expand, right? So if you're just getting started, you're brand new to this, You know, you can listen to the platforms that I'm about today. I'm going to tell you how I use them, the ways that we create on them. And from that, I want you to pick one. And I want you to get super focused on that one and go and build your audience on that one, because that audience will spread to other platforms when you're ready. Okay. But where I'm talking today is I have the capacity. To be in more one more than one place and I have the capacity to create more than one style of content. So this for me works for me because I've been doing this since 2013. If you just not getting started, this may not be the strategy that you need to take. All right. But if you've been here for a little while and you ain't no stranger to social media, uh then come on in the room. Cause I'm talking to you. All right. So Once we understood that, okay, we got to document, we got to just share experiences and they got to be experiences that match all verticals. Right. Just so when we're creating content, uh, you'll understand in just a second how we use the different platforms to support our goals. But the 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 objective is the same document, create community. All right. So I was like, okay. so for vertical marketing agency. What platform are we going to use in order to support that goal? So I need to find business owners that make multi six figures that can afford to pay a retainer based service that don't understand a lick of thing about technology, even though though they're making multi six figures, sometimes seven. Uh, they're relatively small in nature, right? It's themselves, a few employees. They have the slightest idea how this technology thing works, but understands the value and automating some of these processes so that they can spend more time in their business. I need to create for those people and really connect with them. Where are they? Right. So when it comes down to those type of people, I choose a platform to create on that services those people. So for me, those people um, will come either through my podcast or either through our live streams that we'll do like on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. Um, so I decided that when I was ready to take on more of those clients, that I would focus my energy on places like the podcast, Facebook Live, and our live stream. So our live stream streams everywhere, into any platform we wanted to stream to, and our platforms of choice are Facebook, LinkedIn, and our business YouTube channel. So once we start going live again, Those three places will receive the stream and we have them strategically in those places because we know those type of business owners typically spend a lot of their time networking on LinkedIn because they offer a service um, to another business. We work with business to business companies in most cases. Uh, So we know that they're spending a lot of their time already networking on LinkedIn. Um, So it's good to show up there so that. We can be visible to those people on Facebook. We're streaming on Facebook because we can turn that stream into an ad that runs to the audience of people. And then on YouTube, we're streaming on YouTube as well because we can immediately take it from YouTube and embed it into a blog post that then goes out to our email list. So instead of trying to do those three independently, we run them at the same time. um, And we all have different business objectives. For those three platforms that help support the goal. So on LinkedIn, we're connecting in real time. We're having conversations because we're chatting with all three audiences. We have the ability to chat with all three audiences when we're live. So this 30, 45 minute, hour long live stream touches three different platforms to accomplish three different goals for us. And it's amazing because it only took an hour of my time to execute for the week not to prepare but to execute all right so for me I'm on Facebook LinkedIn and YouTube to be live to have conversation and to drive those after live business goals if that makes sense so I may not post on Facebook every day about business more than likely the live stream will be the only thing that you see from me on Facebook about business Because the rest of the time I'm using my additional days and additional posts to create engaging content as a lifestyle influencer. So I can continue to book lifestyle. brands, Right. So. I knew that for that vertical of the business, that's the platforms that we were going to choose one hour of the week. I was going to I'm going to go live and broadcast to discuss a particular issue that these business owners would face. We're going to give them a case study. We're going to talk about what they should do. We're going to share an experience where we've applied the practice that we've talked about. And then we're going to give them a call to action that if they want us to help them with accomplish their goal, where they can go in order to find that help. That's it. That's it. That's all. Okay. Uh, In addition to that, we understand that those people will actually connect with us here on the podcast. And here on the podcast is where they'll get content like this that helps them understand the thought process behind why we do what we do and build more connection and drive them to book those services as well. You see how that makes sense? So I'm not everywhere trying to build community. I'm, I'm creating everywhere so that I can drive to a single spot to build community, okay? So that's for the agency vertical. So likewise with the speaking, I can accomplish the same thing, right? Uh, I've chosen to go to speaking events that focus on the content that I would use to also drive revenue to the agency. So from a speaking perspective, I have live regularly so that I can show up on camera so people can see my personality. Because when you're at a speaking event, unless you have a scissor reel or something like that, um, other people that are booking for their speaking engagements don't really get to see you in action. So I use my live broadcast as an opportunity to show up so people can see me in action and see how I engage with the crowd, so on and so forth, so that they can decide whether or not they like me and bring me in. So lots of times. When I am pitching and a lot of times I don't even have to pitch because once you're in a speaker circuit, people will refer you to different places. But a lot of times if you decide to pitch as a speaker, if you're broadcasting on a regular basis, you can use those broadcasts as examples of your personality to highlight who you are and what you bring to the table so that they understand what they're getting when they bring you to their event. It's amazing. It's amazing. So from a speaking perspective, I don't have to do much more than what I would do for from the agent agency side, because that side, that vertical and the activity, the content that I'm creating for that vertical also will support my speaking goals. So one and two verticals down, I'm good to go. I can move on, right? So now let's talk about the lifestyle side, because on the lifestyle side, you know, most of you all that are here now have connected with me from a lifestyle perspective. You haven't necessarily connected with me from the business perspective, and I understand that about my recent audience because most of the content that I've been creating has been driven towards lifestyle content. You know, we built a house during the pandemic. We documented that. Um, you know, we there as a wife and a mother. There are products. And stores that I shop at, we've partnered with them to create marketing material. And you see that on my profiles. So a lot of you all have been attracted to me because you met me as a lifestyle influencer. And you're like, oh, she runs a business too. Let me go check that out. And now you're here. So from the lifestyle perspective, if all I'm dedicating to driving traffic to my business services is an hour of social time per week, the rest of that time I can dedicate to my lifestyle content to help brands that want to work with influencers see how I would move in the lifestyle space. So now from a lifestyle perspective, I'm like, well, what am I using every day? What it, what truly do I use? So the same way I don't enjoy going after business owners and pitching them. I do more inbound marketing for The business part of my business that I do outbound. But from the lifestyle perspective, I have absolutely no problem pitching a brand and saying, Hey, I would love to work with you to create this content. Here's my audience. Here's what they're interested in. Here's what I want to do for you. And here's how I think it would help. I have zero shame in my game with pitching brands left and right. I pitch them all day long because that's my background. And for whatever reason, for me, it's just easier to pitch on that side than it is on the other. So I've chosen to create content around my lifestyle that mirrors what people are engaging with right now that really shows me as the business person. Look, my values as a wife and a mother. I love a luxury lifestyle, but it ain't glitz and glam. Right. So anybody that looks at the house that I've built knows that this ain't no cheap house. Right. And I've never named the price and i never will. But you can look at some of the stuff that I create and be like, "Huh, that chick like nice stuff. But I do it in a way that's natural to me. I'm not the glam girl. I don't live every day of life made up and stuff like that. I have got four kids that drive me absolutely crazy. Uh, my husband works a lot of hours. I have to support him and. Most of the time I just want to chill after at the end of the day, I am the biggest homebody. So a lot of the things that you'll see me create are centered around my home are centered around the products that I use every day to help me and my kids live to help me and my husband live. So when I looked at the lifestyle of the business, I was like, OK, well, what am I already using? And I went after those products first. And as a result of going after those products, once you're in this vertical People are always looking for influencers to help promote their product or service. And I just make a decision as to whether or not this brand aligns with my own personal values. Will we actually use it? And we negotiate terms to work together. I create, I get paid. All of that is done on Instagram. If you look at my Kay Whitaker Instagram right now, it is all lifestyle, no business. Because I don't have to use Instagram to support those goals. Some of you, but. I'm not saying that Instagram is a bad place to be if you have a business services. I'm just saying that the way you create on Instagram needs to support your goals. So for me, Instagram goals have turned into working with brands. It's not so much using Instagram anymore to drive traffic to the agency. I don't have to use Instagram for that. I've got other platforms that I can utilize and other ways to reach those people So I don't have to spend my time on Instagram creating for business owners, but you can. I've just chosen to focus the end result for Instagram to be more lifestyle driven. Therefore, I spend my time creating in a lifestyle manner on Instagram to support my financial goals of booking brand collaborations and going. And as a result of being on Instagram, I've ventured out into YouTube, I've got about 4,400 people that connect with me on YouTube. I've gotten brand deals from YouTube, and that is very documentary style on my personal YouTube platform. And then TikTok, because Instagram wants to be TikTok, it's a lot easier to create for TikTok now. So now I'm venturing over into TikTok where I was very hesitant maybe a year and a half ago. If you would have asked the social media team that working for me like a year and a half ago about TikTok I didn't want to be there I was like I do not want to do something else but it's a lot easier to create over there now because I create that kind of stuff for Instagram so if I'm creative for one I'm a creative for the other the style is the same so on and so forth you know the way you create might or the vibe is a lot different like I tell people all the time when it comes to TikTok you can get over there and just let your freak flag fly it don't have to be pretty like Instagram is very polished right you got to be polished put together in order to be seen but over on it tiktok street scare Please. Now like we just having a good time right because it's light-hearted over there and because i understand that it's easier to create in addition to that don't sleep on the pinterest don't sleep on the pinterest if you are a lifestyle brand because yo Where's the first place you go for inspiration when you're trying to design something or come up with an idea to eat or something like that? You go to Pinterest. So why not create in a place where you're already going and consuming content? That's how I ended up on YouTube. I was over on YouTube. I was YouTube University and I'm like, yo, I should be creating over here because I'm always looking for information. That information that I'm looking for doesn't have anything to do with what I'm creating. But I'm like, if I am as a end user in this space all the time looking for something that I need to be in this space creating for my audience because my audience is just like me they go into these YouTube streets to find answers so I'm gonna give them the answers to the problems that they're looking for on my own channel right and as a result people like me I didn't know if people were gonna like me over on YouTube I went to YouTube specifically um, a year ago to document the process of uh, us building our house That's all I wanted to do. So I wanted to have a place where I can go and look at the memories. Excuse me. I wanted to be able to go back and look at the memories of us building this house. And in addition to that, I wanted to test YouTube to see if anybody would listen, and they listened. They're still listening. There was a time on YouTube we were growing about when we were actively creating, and just like you know, once we moved, things kind of fell off a little bit, but we grow a hundred people every two days or so now on YouTube. Like the channel is actively growing because there's content there. Like it's a great place to be. And we get paid to create over there. Like, I, you know, it ain't going, I know some creators that have quit and just focus on YouTube primarily, which that's a goal. But for me, it's just being able to leverage that platform to create, to support my objectives right now, which is decorating my house. And it's working. I've gotten furniture. I've got products. I've gotten pots, all kinds of stuff and get paid. Like I'm not just creating over there, even with a small audience creating over there, just willy nilly. I'm getting a product and earning commissions off of sales. Because I've worked on creating a community over there that shares a common goal, which is house decor. And I share stuff that work for me. If they like it, they go get it. And so in some cases, I earn a commission off of it. It's great. All I'm saying to you today is, yes, I am in a lot of places. But I'm documenting what I'm doing. That's why I'm talking to you now. This is a documenting moment. On YouTube, I documented the process of us building. I shared what we learned. Now that I'm designing, I'm documenting where I'm buying the furniture. I'm documenting putting it together. I'm giving my real-time feedback on whether I like it or not. I'm giving honest truths. If something goes right, something goes wrong, I'm not an interior designer. Hell, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just out here in these streets trying to make my house pretty. And sometimes I get it right, sometimes I don't. I'm inviting conversation. People share their thoughts. Sometimes I don't agree with their thoughts, and sometimes they don't agree with mine, but it doesn't matter. It's a safe place, right? And as a result of that documentation, there's a community of people that are all either homeowners or building a house that have decided to connect with me. They talk to each other in the comments, they answer each other. Somebody will ask a question, and somebody else will be like, oh, she got that hair. She linked to it here. Like, it's real deal community. And it's because that is my primary goal everywhere is to document and build community, you know? So now I'm like, all right, so I got those front end pieces done. I'm working with brands that I love, you know, they'll hire me for TikTok. They'll hire me for Instagram. They'll hire me for YouTube. They'll hire me from Pinterest, Facebook, the blog. I get hired for all of those platforms. Um, so now if I want to coach, if I want to do group coaching, because I do, I want to I won't tell everybody what's working right. And I understand that there's only so much that we can do on the podcast. I can come here and share stories and document what's going on. But if you want to see it live, if you want to know how to do it, then there's got to be a place, a community where you can go to learn how to do it. And that's where the group coaching program comes in that we're launching in July is for those people that want to go further than the podcast okay this is great I I love you hearing you talk about what you're doing and how it worked and giving me examples and stuff like that but how you get this done show me physically what to do that's where the group coaching program comes in and this podcast will be the traffic driver for the group coaching program I want you to come join me in the Facebook group. We'll have conversations. You'll, you know, if you've got questions, you can ask your questions in the Facebook group. I can come here and answer those questions. But if you want to know how to do it, like if you want to look over my shoulder and see how to get it done, then offer a paid coach group coaching program where you can come. I can show you what to do. You can ask specifics on what we're doing. You can show me what you're doing. I can give you advice. And That's a deeper level of community, but that community starts from the content that we create here on the podcast. And I love it. It's easy. My podcast takes me 45 minutes to record. Then I send it to the editor. She edits it, puts it together, sends it back. We put it on the blog and from the blog, I can take audio clips. I can create social posts and do all kinds of stuff to get listeners to the show and if I do my job well here on the show and document what I'm talking about share case studies and what I'm talking about then ultimately it'll help me reach my goals and that's how I want you to think about your own content process if I document what I'm doing for myself for my clients if I give the point a b and c to what's going on and I focus on bringing a like minded group of people together, I will reach my business goals. I will reach my business goals and I offer a way for people to work with me that is easy. It should not be hard. It should be very easy for people to work with you. If I accomplish those three things, then I should be able to drive my business goals. I just need to understand what those goals are. If you listen closely, I understand specifically what my goals are. And I understand specifically the content that I'm creating and how it's going to help me accomplish those goals. I'm not going and overwhelming myself with doing a whole bunch of stuff. I'm not doing that. I'm spending an hour a week going live to speak to one vertical of my business. I'm coming here to the podcast to help have a place where all of those verticals can come and learn from me to hear my thought process behind what I'm doing. And then I'm using this podcast to drive people to a Facebook group now (laughs) who's going to effectively use their Facebook group. Um, And from that Facebook group and from what you hear on the show, giving you an opportunity to work with me in my group coaching program. If that's what you just if you want to learn how to do this. Now, if you just need us to build your automation, then there's a way to do that, too. But primarily from here, the goal is either to get you Into our retainer services or to get you into our coaching program. That's full transparency. But I want to serve you first. I want you to understand that I understand what I'm doing and I have a team of people that can help me execute on your behalf. And there's ways to create content to accomplish those goals without overwhelming yourself. All right. So that's how we've shifted. That's what we're doing. Um, So in future episodes now, What I want you to do is I want you to go to the Facebook group because I got a lot of platforms that I'm familiar with. Like I can teach you anything. So I have ideas on where I want to start. But I want to know from the listeners, from those of you that are actively listening right now, what you need and what you want to know first. So the way that you're going to do that is if you have questions about the episode, the best place. And I've changed this up several times, but for real, for real today In the next episode, in the next episode, in the next episode after that. So go so on and so forth. The best place to ask those questions because it's going to be easiest for myself. And then once I have a team in place to help me manage this, to get the answers to those questions, is to go to the Facebook group. Now, the Facebook group been kind of quiet. Like I ain't done nothing in that group. No lie, I have not focused on this group. But the easiest way that I know that I'll be able to collect everybody's questions and stuff like that is to have you go to this group and I'm gonna put a poll up, right? I'm gonna let you vote. So before this episode is posted, I'm gonna go into the group and do like a live introduction and re wake up the group. It ain't that many people in the group, it's just a couple, you know, maybe 50, 60 people in the group as of right now because I ain't been doing nothing with it. But as you are listening to this show, I want you to go and join the Facebook group. And then once you get in the Facebook group, I want you to watch that live video. I'll have it pinned to the top of the page. Once you watch that live video and understand how the Facebook group works, weekly there'll be prompts. I'm going to ask you, you know, what you want to hear. You'll either answer a poll or you'll be able to drop your questions. That way, when I come here, I know that I am effectively answering the questions. So, not only is the Facebook group going to be for the listeners of the show, also when I'm driving live on our uh, live platforms, I'm also going to be driving to that group so that everybody can have one place to go to ask their questions. And then I can use this podcast as a place to answer those questions. So every podcast episode will be singularly focused, right? We're not going to jumble it up like today was, you know, what's our content strategy? How do we think about content right now? You know, like what's our thought process? What platforms are we using? So when I decide to answer your questions, we're going to focus that way as well. That way I am specifically helping those of you all that are asking the questions and being a resource to the community. You know, once we're ready in August, we're not ready right now. Hopefully by the first part of July, after the 4th of July, I'll have the landing page together for the group coaching program. It's just not ready right now. We're not ready to start enrolling for the group coaching program right now, but in July we'll release that so that as we're talking through this stuff here on the podcast, when you want to know how to get this stuff done, all of that will be housed in a portal where you can go and watch at your own leisure and learn how to do stuff. I'm going to teach you what to do. I'm going to show you how to get it done from what we're talking about here because I can't physically do that on the podcast. But all of that will be in the coaching program and I'll have more information as far as cost and how to join at the first part of July. I just haven't I haven't assigned it to my technician. I need to give it to her so she can finish setting it up so that it it, is ready for you guys. It'll probably be somewhere around 100 bucks a month. There's not anywhere on the Internet streets right now that you can go and learn how to implement this stuff for less than like a hundred dollars. I know there's some programs, even, even I have some clients that are running programs for a little bit less than that. But what I'm talking about is getting executed training 30, 45 minutes worth of training a week. And then once a month being able to come to me and sit, on a private Zoom or something like that, where you can ask specific questions and I can give specific answers. Okay, all of that information will be ready in July, but until then, I need you to go to the Facebook group so that it's easy for me to keep up with you. And I understand this is going to be a slow and steady pace. I'm not tripping about that. I get that. But my goal, uh, as you heard before, is to really make sure that in everything that I'm doing, there's in everything that I'm doing, there's community attached to it. And the easiest way that I think to build community and what I've seen other successful podcasters do is to have a place where all your listeners can go that they can talk to each other and and convene and feel like there's other people out there that are listening because this is a very one sided platform. This is me talking to a microphone, telling you what to do. So I want to be able to see you. I want to be able to interact with you. I want to be able to have some intimate moments. We might do some private interviews in there. eventually. I want to be able to do like retreats once a year um, where we go somewhere and just focus on us. Just you know, ladies and couples, that's the that's the audience for the show. Right. Uh, but I want to be able to get out and do some stuff like that. Uh, but for right now, that Facebook group is going to be the place. So I'll leave the link to the Facebook group uh in the show notes so it's easy to find just go click that link and head over to the group uh when you get to the group you'll be requested to put in your email answer you know answer some questions about how you're gonna behave in the group right Uh, because there are rules I don't need to come over there spamming us this is not about promoting your business there will be opportunities for us to connect as business owners for us to connect all over the social media streets we're gonna do that but you know this is a place where I want to go. Cause I want to see you. Like it's hard. Even with my YouTube channel, my personal YouTube channel, I'm like, dang, how am I going to get to see these people? Cause I'm telling them all about my design and a lot of people are sending me pictures on Instagram. Like it's so cool, but I would love to have a place where everybody can go to kind of just share what's going on so we can learn from each other. I'm not ready to create that level of community yet. So right now the community is just staying in the YouTube comments, but, but this business thing, I am ready to create that. Um, It's an exciting time to be back and the first step is going to the group. So head over to the group. If you like today's show, please, 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 um, follow the show, subscribe to the show. I don't know what the terminology is now, but make sure you're connected to the show. So you get notified when we drop new episodes, leave a review, the reviews. I haven't done a great job at collecting reviews, but these reviews help us show up, um, In the podcast platforms, that's how we get found. So the listeners that are just like you can find us. Uh, So it's really helpful when you leave a review and give your feedback about the show. Um, And then elsewise, today's Thursday. So expect another show probably on Monday. We'll get into a rhythm right now. I'm just promising you a couple of shows a week uh and it may not be Monday if you go if y'all are listening to this show it probably will be next Thursday before another episode is released because I need to place the poll and see where you are so I and have a couple of days to plan for the show before we record so yeah so that felt good um welcome back I guess (laughs) um I'm excited to be here and I'm excited to chat with you all and kind of get to meet you all in the Facebook group. And if nobody joins the group this week, because we have a whole bunch of listeners, that's cool. I am not tripping about that. I'll start where I think uh, we need to be and we'll go from there. But that's the plan. That's how I'm thinking about content. We're documenting and sharing everything that's working. Uh, those are the platforms that I'm using Why I'm using them like legit Content don't take me that long. I create reels. I create TikToks. I might create three or four of those a week. Um and then the other two stuff, yeah. You know, I'll teach you all about all of that in coming episodes, but I just kind of wanted to lay this groundwork today to let you know how I feel. <clears throat> so that's where we are. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the show. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Enjoy your week, make it great. And I'll see you in the next episode of the Her 360 show.
2: Bye for now. If you loved this episode, Kay wants to know, please subscribe if you haven't already and leave us a, five-star review telling us what you loved and what your takeaways were by leaving your review it helps us to continue to provide awesome content and book guests that you love and want to hear from and as a token of our appreciation for your review we want to send you a gift Kay's compiled a list of her favorite resources that help keep her balanced focused energized and sane and she wants to send it to you To get a copy of Kay's Favorite Things, leave us a review, take a screenshot of it, and email it to podcast at kaywhittaker.com, and we'll send it right over. It's that simple. Until the next episode, be sure to connect with Kay on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Kay This conversation has been great, and we can't wait to see you on the next episode.